1: I'm Wendy Kay.
0: And I'm Misty.
1: And the next few minutes are spiritually yours. Today's show is going to be dealing with the path of pursuing development. And one of the issues that seems to be pretty prominent on that path is that you'll end up dealing with some fears that you're going to have to face. And what we thought we would do is... Talk about the different fears that you might have and how to c- cope with them or how to, I guess, deal with them in a way that makes the path a little easier for you to walk. Now, this applies to meditating or just to walking this path. It's not just for those of you who want to communicate with those in spirit or who want to do readings, or, or it can be anybody, anybody who's into a spiritual path at all, who's even just starting to investigate the path, there that also, anybody can experience the fears. So, we've come up with 10 different fears at this point, and we'll go through one at a time, some of them are related to each other, and of course there are, Probably well, I guarantee there are more fears than the ten that we've mentioned. Those are just the ones that we came up with pretty quick because we we've all we've both experienced them. So we were just kind of you know rhyming them off pretty quick. Oh, there's this one. Oh, there's this one. Yeah, don't forget this one. <laughs> so we've gone through it already before, haven't we, Misty? Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> so we're hoping to make your path a little bit easier so that you understand. A little bit more about the path, and and hopefully it will ease your fears. So now, before we even get to the very first fear, there's one thing that I want to share with you that you need to understand, because knowing these things, and I call them, there's not a, a name for them, but I call them the three laws, and they were given to me right at the beginning of my path by my guides, and. They were kind of formed the basis of, or a foundation for my development, what to keep in mind as I was walking the path. And these three laws make sure that your path is safe and that you're doing exactly what you need to be doing. And they're promises from God, basically. That's what I call them. So the first one is that you get what you need, not necessarily what you want. So whatever your experiences are that you're having as you're walking this path, always keep in mind that you're having the experience for a reason. It may not be the the experience that you want at the time, or you might prefer it to be a little bit different, but you're getting what you need. And your guides are making sure that you're having the experiences that you need. And that goes for... Your readings as well, when you're getting a reading, you're make, the guides are making sure that you're getting what you need. It, it, that covers not just development, but all aspects, basically in life. Now, the second law is that you always have the protection of God. And when you're walking this path, because you're dealing with a lot of entities or those who are in spirit, you need the protection of God. And we'll talk much more about that when we get to one of the fears, because that plays heavily into it. The third law is that in life, as well as on this path, you never get more than what you can handle. That is God's promise to you. So whatever's happening in your life, even though at times... It might feel really overwhelming, and you might think oh i I just can't deal with this anymore, I can't handle this anymore uh, and I know because I certainly have been there, and I'm sure Misty, you've been there as well
0: oh yeah, very definitely
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it's something kind of you can't get away from, I think that we all go through times that are extremely challenging, but it's a guarantee that you never get more that you can than you can handle. And if you remember that, when you're going through these really challenging times, if, it, if that's playing in the back of your mind, which it has with me when I've been going through the really difficult times, it's kind of given me that little bit of an oomph to go, I know I can get through this, I know I can deal with this because I'm not getting more than I can handle, so even though it feels a little bit overwhelming, I'll get through it. So keep those three laws in mind, and I know, I know that it's easier said than done, but it, it really is a case of practice. So let's start now with addressing the possible fears that you might have when you're walking this path. And like I said before, we're only going to discuss 10. And I don't even know if we're going to get through all 10 today. I'm thinking that it, it's very possible this show will go into another show on Monday to do part two. But we'll see how how it kind of goes Um, and, And there are going to be more fears that people have that we don't have listed here. But fear number one. And this is something that Misty brought up. And it was the influence of religion or of your beliefs, how you were raised when you were growing up. And the fears that are created by those beliefs and by religion. And I have seen this I've seen this from people, not myself, it was never, I never had that fear because I wasn't raised in a situation like that, where I wasn't told, you know, uh, the devil and all that, we never had any of that, but I have had people come for readings where they've said, you know, I'm a little bit afraid to ask for a reading because... I was raised with these religious beliefs and I was told that this is evil and this is bad and it's, it's about the devil and everything like that. And so, so it's not just a person who's walking the path or pursuing the path that has this, but also a person who's just on, uh, well, really at the beginning of it, I call a lot of people who come for readings, that's usually step one to developing abilities and to going further along the path but so it comes comes from either side of it. So Misty, why don't you share with us your experience what you experienced with this this fear?
0: Okay. Um I basically my actual home life wasn't based a lot around religion, but I spent a lot of time with a great grandmother and she was well what I refer to as a very devout Christian. Um she went to church. Her life revolved around the religion. And uh, me spending a lot of time with her, I, I learned all of this at a very young age. Um, but I was also really confused because, you know, she's telling me that uh, psychics and things like that were bad and they were against God or against what God wanted. And, you know, at this time, I'm already experiencing my abilities.
1: How old were you how old were you when when this kind of was happening with her
0: um, I'm going to say probably between the ages of 6 and 8 when it was really strong I was with her you know of course from the beginning but it would have been around you know 6 8 years old that I was really getting this conflicting information
1: and starting to have experiences at that age
0: Oh yes, yes, very definitely, and and you know that's that's kind of a young age to be that confused, to have somebody that you really look up to telling you that the stuff that's going on in your life is wrong and against God, and I didn't want to be bad; I wanted to be good.
1: Yeah, I guess um, I think that's what. Well, well, I think everybody has that where you want to be doing, you want the approval. Especially of the authority figures in your life, um, and and when it goes against what you're intuitively feeling, wow! Like what a problem. Then, especially at you know six or seven years old.
0: Yeah, and it it, it kind of come a come back around, you know, in my uh, early twenties, because by that time, you know, I was kind of compelled, and I went out and I bought a tarot deck and and a book to go along with it to. Help get me started doing readings, um, but, you know, those old fears came back, and, and I'm really questioning again, should I be doing this, you know, what should I do, and I played with it for a little bit, and then it's kind of like the fears got the best of me, and I literally threw away that first deck of cards in the first book. Wow. But, yeah, and I, but I still, I'm going through this back and forth, because I'm thinking, I still have these abilities. What's going on? this stuff still happening? You know, so finally what I did, and, and, I, and I spent many years praying over it, you know, almost from the beginning. And, you know, it just got to the point I finally asked God, I said, you know, if this is bad and it's against you, take these abilities away. I don't want them. I don't want to have to deal with this. And it wasn't right away when I asked that but it was a little later that and you know, it was so early, so in the beginning I can't tell you exactly how this information came to me. But I can tell you that when it did I instinctively knew it was right and there was just this a sense of peace that washed over me. And and that stayed with me all the years since then. And it was it was almost like God spoke to me, although I didn't hear somebody speaking to me, nothing like that. But I just, I understood that it's not the abilities that are bad. That's not, you know, the message that's supposed to be coming across. It is what you do with those abilities that is good or bad. They can be used to, for example, and I'm sure you've seen this too doing readings, Wendy, that Um, When people come and and you're able to help them and they're really, you know, amazed at the information you're able to give them, then they tend to come back and they get to the point sometimes where they believe in you too much. At that point, you know, if if you were bad, and I'm saying this with quotes around it, you could use your abilities to manipulate people. And that, that would be bad however we don't we don't do that and we tend to not allow you know we tell people don't you know base your life on what I'm telling you use the information to help but do not base your life on it so in other words long story short we use it for good not bad
1: <laughs> yeah that's that's one way of saying it it's something uh, I think what you were saying earlier Really kind of touched me in, in terms of when you're saying that if you have these abilities and it's, it's so bad, why do you have them in the first place? Like, to me, that just, I mean, it's conflicting, you know, like, and, and typically the people who have these abilities have the desire and, and I'm saying there are those, we we know there are those who, who use their abilities for negative reasons, you know, for personal gain. And, and And don't get me wrong, when I'm saying for personal gain, I'm not against people charging for their services. I think that's justified, and I think it's no different. Our abilities are no different than any talent any person in the world has. So if you're a singer and you have a great voice, that voice is given to you by God. It's a God-given gift, and if you charge to make money off of it, that's fine. I'm talking about when people use it to scam or to take advantage, and it's not a legitimate way of earning an income. So I, I – I, sorry, go ahead. I
0: was going to say, I had an experience with that early on, and I had went to a reader – And, you know, the information I was given at the time, I couldn't have told you. It wasn't that she touched on anything, you know, that made me believe in what she was telling me. But I know at the end of it, um, basically the message that came through her was all negative. And, oh my gosh, if I didn't buy, I think it was seven scarves of different colors and go through this um, ritual that she was going to describe to me, then it would never change, and I'd be locked in this endless doom and And of course, those seven scars were like two hundred dollars and and at that time that was a lot of money.
1: That's a lot of money now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no doubt
1: <laughs> Yeah, that see when you do that, when you're getting into that, I, that's you can't even go there. that's just it's horrible when people do that. but and in the religious aspect. Uh, Of putting the fear into a person, like I said, when they're feeling that uh, their their feelings are, I want to help others. I want people to uh, do well on their paths. I want to heal people. A lot of this is about healing people. And to say, you know, it's all evil, to me, it's totally conflicting. However, a person has to honor their own feelings. So if you're walking this path, and you have this issue where you have a religious background and you're going to have some trouble dealing with it, it's something that you're going to have to learn to cope with by doing what feels right for you. If, if it doesn't feel right for you to be pursuing the path, walk away from it. Do exactly what Misty did. Take a break from it. If you keep getting pulled back to it, then chances are there's something you have to do on this path. It's not about you're going to have to learn to overcome the beliefs that others have instilled in you and learn to follow more your own personal beliefs. Because walking a spiritual path is very much about uh, your own personal beliefs and it's not about religion. It's not about controlling people, telling people how to think or, or, or what they should be thinking or what's right or what's wrong. This path is about allowing everybody to follow their own path without judgment and accepting everybody for who they are doesn't mean you have to have them in your life. It means you just have to respect that they have their own path to walk and then you have the same choice of deciding whether or not you want them to be a part of your path. So, yeah, I
0: I don't think we can stress enough how it, it really is. It's a personal journey. And it's all about you and how you relate to not only what you're doing on your path but you know to others who you encounter on that path
1: for sure yeah and when you're and, and as far as if you're going into this with a religious understanding uh, or fear and you're saying but I could be talking to the devil or whatever there's a reason that there are set rules for using or or walking this path if you're going to be connecting with spirit there are definite things that you have to do, like protection prayers, uh, cleansing, pre- dealing, making sure that you're dealing with a positive entity, all of those things, and we're going to talk about them later, not right now. We'll go into a lot more depth on that. But uh, all of those things, those kind of rules or basics, are there to ensure that what you're doing, you're doing safely, and that you aren't connecting with negative Beings, or, or the devil, or whatever, and that you can feel secure in in what you're doing. But it is really it is something that, if you have a religious belief, it's something you have to come to terms with. There, there isn't anything that we can say that, um, and that you know, oh, let go of it. It's okay. You, you can't do that. It is something you have to work through, just like Misty, how you worked through it, and how you know it took you years. To, to come to your decision after praying on it and, and still getting the same feelings, you know, it, it's something you've got to work through.
0: Oh, definitely. And, you know, the funny thing about it is even though it was a very hard experience to go through and, and felt very negative to me at the time, um, it, it actually made my faith stronger now because I had to look at it from every angle. I mean that's me, I'm an overthinker. So I'm looking at everything from every possible angle and every possible outcome. Um, but I think the main point here too is that you know you know we know protection is like one of the most important things for anybody walking this path to um, incorporate. Uh, but that doesn't always ensure that you don't run into, at least what you perceive as a negative experience. Um, it's my belief that a lot of times, you know, we have to experience some of these neg- some of these negative things so that we can grow through them. Um, perfect example, if you're not using proper protection, I think your guides might allow, you know, a negative experience to get you to look into proper protection. Um Basically, as humans, we tend to learn more through negative experiences, and uh, because it prompts us to do more, to take action. Where you know the positive things, maybe not so much.
1: I think we're going to talk about that um, a little later on in more depth. So let's let's go on to the second fear that we have here, and that is. Okay, so we've talked a little bit about the religion. We'll talk now about the fear of hearing something that you don't want to hear. And this is specific to, well, it can be in a card reading, I guess. It can be if you're laying out the cards. And and Misty, you can comment on this more than I can, that if you've asked a question and you've laid out cards and the cards are not showing what you want to see or what you want to hear... How do you deal with that? What do you do?
0: Now, I I really do, because I do a lot of personal readings and write them down, and there are times that uh, there is a lot of fear around, okay, this doesn't seem to be saying what I want it to say. And a lot of it, it is left up to interpretation. But what you really, you can't be afraid of those things because, again, like I said, sometimes the negative things, um, you have to go through them in order to get to the positive and you know we don't ever want to go through negative we just want everything positive but it it doesn't happen that way and and there are times too when you're laying these things out especially if you're doing a reading for yourself that you take it very negatively and it's it's something really minor it's nothing near what you are afraid it's going to be and you know the guides never give us our God never gives us what we can't handle.
1: Yeah, it goes back to the three rules, guides, and the other thing you have to understand is that your guides don't want to frighten you. They are not here when you um, when you learn to communicate with them. They are not going to try and frighten you. And if something is trying to frighten you, it's not your guide. Now that doesn't that doesn't mean that you're not going to hear something that you don't particularly like. Um, that can happen, but. As a rule, a guide isn't going like a guide does not tell you you are going to die. It just doesn't happen
0: oh no, never, never. I have so far
1: <laughs> yeah no they're they're never going to to say that oh, now, actually, as I say that, they actually did say it to me i as I'm saying that I'm going well, they did circumstances were different. It was during a time period where I was suffering from panic attacks. And I remember this so clearly because I was at the the height of them and I was experiencing one. And I was standing in the kitchen in, where I lived and I was just freaking out because it was, like I said, at the peak. And I was going, oh, my God, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Now, I had gone through this already several times with my guides where they had talked me down and said, they, they cut into my thoughts. And they said, you're not going to die. And they would take me through it like step by step. On this one occasion, I guess they kind of had enough. And they came through and they said, yes, yes, you are going to die. There is no doubt about it. You are going to die. You are not going to die today, but someday you are going to die. And it kind of made me stop. (laughs) And I thought, yeah, okay. (laughs) And then, then they kind of talked me down. So as much as I said they don't tell you that, I mean, in the sense of uh, no one, if you go to a reader, no reader should be telling you something like that because that's not what a guide would put through to you. They're not there no. to frighten you. When we want to discuss how to overcome this fear of hearing something that you don't want to hear. And again, it goes back to the the laws, remembering that you get what you you need, not necessarily what you want. So if a guide is telling you something or if a message is coming through, it's something you need to think about in some way. And you'll never get more than you can handle. That's the other thing to consider. And Misty, you touched on this earlier about the perception. If you're told something, it may not mean what you think it means, or you might be making it a much bigger deal than what it is and if if I, I suggest that what you do if you have this issue, if this is a fear of yours, go slow don 't rush don't don 't try to if you 're learning to communicate with your guides don 't try to get all these messages all at once, just take it slow. your guides will understand, and in fact they 're going to encourage you. To do that, because they're going to work with you. And I, when we're talking about perception, there are things uh, an example comes to me years and years ago when I first started this. The, the lady <clears throat> excuse me, the lady who was teaching me uh, said that she had a message, she was having problems with a friend, and they were having kind of a fight, and her guides showed her or told her to give her flowers. And that it would improve the situation. Now, and this is not negative. This is, this is something that she kind of welcomed. But what she did was she went out and she bought flowers for the woman and gave them to her as, I guess, a peace offering. And it just made everything worse. And it was after that when she kind of went back into her guides and spoke to her guides and said, okay, I've done this, what's going on, that they kind of explained to her, or she figured out it was symbolic. She was not meant to buy flowers and give them to the lady. She was meant to send her flowers in terms of prayers and thoughts to her. So it was that perception, her misunderstanding, that kind of created a situation. And when you're first starting out on this path, it's really normal to do that. So if if you hear something that you don't really want to hear, go slow. Don't act on it. Don't do anything. Trust in the path and just kind of wait and see. Don't make assumptions. I had um, one of the things, one of the worst things that I was ever told by my guides, which to me was actually terrifying at the time was I I was sitting, I went into a meditation, and my guide came through. And this is a guide who doesn't talk to me that much. And she took my hands, and we were sitting. And this is all through clairvoyance, like you're daydreaming. It's not like she's sitting in front of me, clairvoyance. And she said to me, something bad, something is going to happen, and you're going to think it's bad, but it's not. Which, of course, immediately started me freaking out. And I said, well, what do you mean? What's going to happen? And she said, you know, I can't tell you that. And I'm going, oh, my God. Uh, you know, and I'm going, is my father going to die? Is my mother? Like I was going on trying to get things. And I, I finally I said to her, well, when is this going to happen? And she said, within the next two to three months. I thought, okay. And, of course, I'm going, I don't know if her timing's right or not, but we'll see. Uh, but I couldn't get, and, and what she said to me, the most important thing she wanted me to remember out of this whole message she said, remember that we're here for you. And she left it at that. It was like the worst possible message I think that I could have ever heard in my life because it sent me into this major fear of why would you tell me that. And it, and it was literally a warning because within two to three months is when the panic attacks started full force. And it was her telling me that that helped me to, to get go through that path because when the times were really difficult for me, I would remember that she said they're there for me, so I would meditate, go in, talk to them, like things would happen, to, they would be there to help me through the path, so it made it easier. But it was certainly something I never wanted to hear but came through, and, and it's, been, it's probably the closest thing to being told something uh, negative from a guide that I've ever heard. So, um, I don't know, Misty, did you ever have anything like that, any experience such as that?
0: Um, similar, I don't have an, an exact experience, um, but I do have, like I said, times that I'm being told something that appears negative. Um, well, in fact, the situation that just happened over the past few months with me, my daughter getting remarried and moving out with my granddaughter and it being 13 hours away, uh, when that hit me it felt very very negative and i and i did take it negatively at first but in the long run it's probably the best thing that could have happened for both my daughter and i so that we could pursue our own personal paths and move forward
1: did your guides uh, did you get told about this before it happened
0: yeah i knew something was coming and i and i had a feeling that it wasn't necessarily something I would consider good but but I was reassured in the readings that it was for the best which I, that happens a lot you know I get that reassurance or, or when I'm doing readings for other people this uh, you know you're going to perceive this as negative but it's not negative give it time
1: right. Right. And I think uh, at, that's actually one of the things that my um, guide told me with the panic attack. She said, you're going to think it's bad, but, it, but in the end result of it all is you're going to be happier than you've ever been in your life. Uh, and the panic atta- attacks actually caused a number of changes in my life. Uh, that uh, you know when I look back I can say oh, yeah they it, it ultimately I came out on the other side saying wow my life has really changed it's so much better but at that particular moment I can't say I agreed
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, panic attacks. I don't it's hard to see those as anything but negative that's another thing we probably do a whole show on is panic attacks
1: oh for sure it's it's a lot you know what it, it's actually part of this path. Um, for many, many people. And we'll talk about, we will, we'll talk more about it because they come about as a result of different reasons. Uh, But that uh, one of them is the abilities that you have, being an empath, taking on other people's feelings. That's part of it. But you know what? We've actually hit the time where we're at um, a half an hour. And I think what we're going to do is leave it at that for today. And we will continue on Monday with the next one. And I think it's a little bit better that we go into depth with these issues than to uh, just kind of lightly touch on them, because I think it will help people a little bit more by doing it that way. So on Monday, we'll continue with this, and we'll start with the the third fear. And uh, we have a couple of guests in the room right now. I can see we've got uh, three guests in the room, which, welcome to you all. Um, we'll be on, I'll, we'll stay on Uh, line for a couple more minutes if any of you have any questions about what we've spoken about so far feel free to submit it in the chat and we can answer it right now if we uh, if we can if we have an answer for you (laughs) well we could try you know Um, and if not you know hopefully you'll come back on monday and you can listen to our next the next fears fears is a big thing when it comes to walking this path and i think a lot of people who are just starting out on this path it's one of the things that they have to learn to deal with. and you, there's, no, there's no easy way around it. So I'd like to you know thank everybody for listening today and don't forget to follow or subscribe to us. And if you want to know when our next show is, um, you can or if you want to listen to past episodes because we do have six other episodes currently online, they're all found on the website. Uh, page. They will also be found in our Orlin.com Lightworkers Library and if you want to develop your abilities, you can check out our How to Communicate with Spirit video series on YouTube and don't forget you can join our Psychic Development Group which is on Facebook. Links to all of those as well as our store uh, where you can find our readings and our services that we offer are all on the Orland.com homepage. So join us again